Hi there. Want to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast? It's a super easy one-click shortcut to the show. To sign up, just text MSDPOD, that's M-S-D-P-O-D, all one word, to 555-888 and we'll get you started. Good times. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast with insight and analysis from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. Here's our creative director, Pete Brown. Thank you, Brianne. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Mindset Digital Podcast. I'm really excited for today's show. Dr. Deborah Jasper is joining us again. Deborah is the founder of Mindset Digital, and she is frequently on the road. She does keynote talks all over the country, but she was in Columbus last week, and she took a few minutes to join me and talk to me about a talk that she's going to be giving in the new year at PCMA, the Professional Convention Management Association. And we had a fascinating talk, not just about how digital is changing how we communicate in our electronic communications with each other, but also live events and how you capture attention in a hyper-distracted world. It's not an easy task. And she is someone who has seen a lot of live events in her time. So this was a really interesting talk. Let's get right to it. Deborah Jasper is here in Columbus, which is a rarity these days. You are a road warrior. I know you've been out across the country. And yes. so I don't think I've seen you for I know. two or three weeks yes. at least. Uh, Deborah is the founder and CEO of our agency, Mindset Digital. I've had the pleasure of working for her for coming up on six years, actually. Amazing. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, but today we're talking about a big engagement you have coming up in San Francisco, PCMA, the Professional Conference Management Association. Yes. Really exciting event where they bring together people from around the world who are engaged in creating experiential, you know, a lot of experiences, not just events, but truly amazing experiences that engage digital audiences. Right, right. And so talk to me about, I know you're doing a couple of different things there and you're doing some sessions with leaders. Mm -hmm. What are those going to be? So we're going to be uh, working with leaders and doing a masterclass really around how do you create events that engage very hyper distracted people mm -hmm. you know we know everybody in the audience today has a mobile phone in their hands right. and in the old days if you were at an event and it wasn't very engaging you could doodle or you know make your grocery list or daydream but today everybody can shop and read email and you know they can do all kinds of things by just looking down on their phones sure. so part of what we talk about is how do you create events that are use rapid visual storytelling and gaming and are much more interactive mm -hmm. so that the audience is truly engaged because if you want to inform you must first engage and these days you can we say the lecture is over we've been saying that for a long time but it's really over sure because no one has the patience to sit through long um a long lecture-like right. uh, storytelling these days. You know, they really want to, to engage with uh, the audience. And it's, it's interesting because a lot of our clients were work, who are still in the world of print, right? And we're just helping <laughs> them get to, like, communicating digitally. But, but these are, you know, live in-person events, and you don't understand the need to innovate there is just as important because I can pick up my phone and yeah. pop on Facebook or Twitter in a second. To me, what's fascinating is I just don't think we've really caught up to 
what it means to do business in a mobile world. Yeah. It's not just, you know, that everything's more digital. It's that we're, we just are walking around with distraction machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is so easy to say, uh, I'm not really tuning in to what you're doing. You know, I've got other things calling my name. So it does require, as a public speaker, you right. know, I do a lot of keynote speaking. Right. And I've spent a lot of time on rapid visual storytelling. Yeah. Because as you know, our keynote talks now have 365 slides right. in an hour. Yeah. I mean, super fast. A lot of visuals because our brains are wired for visuals. Our brains are wired for storytelling. So these days when you're planning an event, you've got to start thinking about things like I need uh, shorter, some shorter talks. So there mm-hmm. may be 10-minute TED-style talks. I need more diversity of speakers. I need maybe two speakers on the stage. May I, maybe I need people to get off the stage and walk around. I need people to make these presentations more interactive so that people can truly vote up and vote down and shout out and just do things. So they can't be events today. And I, you know, I know at PCMA I'll learn a lot as well because it's really the world's sharpest people in the event industry right but that's why i'm really excited about going but a lot of it is how do we rethink events in in this new world and it's almost like once you earn somebody's attention you you can't let go of it yes you're thinking in like three and four second blocks because the second that they tune out there's no guarantee they're going to come and tune back in. A lot of times as a speaker, I feel like I'm uh, really standing up and talking through a video. Because yeah. <laughs> the slides, you know, I click right. 1,200 times. Right. The slides are really animated. Right. And the biggest compliment you can possibly get is when someone comes up afterward and says, I didn't even have time to look down at my phone. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, Eureka, hooray, <laughs> that was a it. huge win. Yeah. So it just tells you what we're up against, I think. And I was at a conference the other day, and there was a speaker, and he was a really good speaker but he was talking about how at the beginning of the event it's people seem to be distracted and we were just talking afterwards and I said yeah I think it's because you don't put up a lot of visuals when you start and so again totally thinking about how to keep the audience looking at your presentation and engaging with you is is just it's always been critical it's even more critical now and I've seen I've seen speakers on undercards of events you've been speaking at where they are dynamic people, but they're doing like a slow reveal on these text heavy slides. And I'm just like, I like you, but I want to have a pencil (laughs) through my eye right now. You know what I think is really funny? There was a speaker the other day and he's talking about all the new trends and, you know, healthcare and all all the AI and all the things that are coming and how it's going to dramatically change everything. But he's showing us that through these text heavy slides that feel, as you know, we sometimes say PowerPoint was invented in the 80s. We have to stop using it as if it is the 80s. And part of it is we have to be consistent with our messaging. We can't yeah. stand up and say, look at all the new trends, right. but show those through a really old-fashioned, sort of old-school PowerPoint presentation because no one is tuning in. So I'll be talking about that. I'll be talking about the need. Uh, it's not just through presentations, but to, to get excitement about events. Mm-hmm. All the messaging that goes out has to be SOS, short, organized, skimmable. So we'll talk about even how you get people to pay attention to learn about your event. Not just once you get them to the event, but a big, it's increasingly hard to get people to attend live events. So we'll be talking more about how you engage people there. We'll be talking about the new trends. 
you know, charming chatbots and mm-hmm. AI and all of that and, and how that's going to impact event organizers and event planners. And then we're going to talk about, there's going to be a lot of executives in this audience and to lead in a digital age, you have to be a digitally savvy leader. Yeah, right. So how are people connecting with people using LinkedIn, the world's most power, you know, sure. powerful professional network? How are they telling micro stories, narrative stories of them? Because if I'm in the events industry, I also have to get a lot of people to engage, whether I work for a hotel chain, right. whether I am an event planner, whether I do global sales for you know a luxury brand, whoever I am, part of the issue is long before I get you to my event, I've got to get you to engage with me. So we're going to do the spectrum of how do I get you to open an email to how do I get you to take action to how do I get you to show up and then how do I entertain you and engage you once you do show up. It's, it's ho- this whole campaign mentality, which I know from our learning experiences that we deliver for different yes. corporate clients, right? We, we don't just give them the training and say, good luck. We yes. design a, a complete end-to-end campaign. Right. And it's not something people can just say, oh, marketing will do that for us. Right. And uh, when you talked about leaders, right? How many of them have we met that were like, well, I, I hired a smart young person to do the digital yes. for me. <laughs> So, you know, I have a whole, I think the big myth is my team has to do this, but I don't. And that will put Zach or Sarah down the hall. They will take this on. And increasingly, I do think we work, as you know, with a lot of um, big hotel chains. We work with a lot of uh, very uh, old school formal insurance and banking companies Mm -hmm. and whoever we're working with, they're all recognizing that you can't just outsource this. You actually have to understand it because you can't lead a team if you don't understand the digital audience and the, just the demands on capturing it, you know, the, the difficulty of capturing attention, Sure. whether you're leading a sales team or you're leading marketers or you're leading back office operations people or you're a recruiter yes trying to get people interested in coming to work for you yes right and i think event managers in some ways are recruiters in that they're trying to recruit people to come to their events yeah they're trying to get you know i think of that as a recruiting function because you're you're, you really have to make a case of all the options we have and all the amazing events happening out there most people can go to one maybe a year maybe two So why choose you? And so we'll talk about how do you create that compelling micro story in a narrative way that gets me to tune in. And, and the master class is a deeper dive. Is that right? Yeah, it, 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 it's, um, it's a practical dive. Okay. So it's not as long as, you know, some master classes we do or it can be two or three hours. Right. So, uh, but it is going to be a more, we're really focused on what can I do tomorrow? Sure. I think too often these days people stand up and say, you have to innovate and innovate and innovate and disrupt. We know. <laughs> I feel like we've heard that right. at lots of conferences. Right. So now what people really are looking for is what do I need to do tomorrow? Right. What are three things I can do tomorrow? Huge impact. Um, you know, what, what do I need to do now? And so in everything that I'm doing out at PCMA, I'm really going to be focused on what do you need to do tomorrow? You know, how do you fully leverage your brand online? How do you tell better micro stories? How do you get to short, organized, skimmable? All of those things are very concrete actions that make an impact. Yeah. And you, you know, I've I've seen plenty of keynote speakers that have inspired me. TED Talks are a great example. But then I'm like, (laughs) no, what do I do? Yes. You know, I get, I stop at the start. And it's really just doing those first couple things. We'll start to get some momentum going. 
Yeah. So I remember when I came to work here and you and uh, Betsy were interviewing me and you're like, you've got to work on your LinkedIn profile. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, job number one. Okay, job one. And don't we all feel that way? Uh I mean, I'm constantly thinking, oh, I have to update it because part of it is... That's one of those things you start and then you never go back. And then five years goes by and you're like, oh, wow, I got to do something. You know, I've changed a lot. And But you you were so gracious with me. So now, as you know, when I interview the the young creative people to come work here, (laughs) I always bring that up because, you know, they're right out of college. Like, what's LinkedIn? Yes. (laughs) You know, and so I'm like, so I'm passing, I'm I'm paying it forward, the graciousness you showed me. It is amazing to me, too, the number of marketing professionals Mm -hmm. and people who are, you know, top communicators who aren't thinking about their online brand and you are you know there is that that moment again where you say no you have to lead from the front and that may and so when you do it then the rest of your team says oh the leader did it I need to do it. And what a what an immediate sorting mechanism it is when I come back from somewhere and I've got a stack of cards and I'm mm-hmm. like, I need to start sending LinkedIn requests and I'll look someone up mm-hmm. and there's no photo yeah. and like one title. And I know exactly what yeah. pile that person's going to go in yeah. and what, what they need to hear from me it versus, yeah. you know, when I sit down and I already have five requests from people right. who, you know, smart and did it on a plane instead exactly. of taking a nap. I know. <laughs> I have to, I, you really do have to think through in this digital age You've got to move fast because you met someone, you want to connect with them while they still remember you while you're still fresh because they too are coming back and then, you know, they have a million things they do. They have the best of intentions and then the connections don't get made. So all of this, this is all getting impacted by how much is coming at us. So I will, I would wrap up by saying the other thing that we'll be talking about there is just trying to do business in in an event space and just any space where we all feel overwhelmed, overwrought, and overworked. And what can we do to save time and drive more action? So we've been working with with a hotel group and talking about how do you just change your email so you get to what's most essential to share and you do clear call to action, clear recommendation, clear context. And she came, a woman that we were doing some work with in DC came up and was teary and said, I have my Saturdays back. This has made a huge impact. I have a clear call to action. Turns out people respond faster. I'm setting up more meetings. It's taking me less time. And so a big part of this is it's not just practical. It's we're we're also helping people get to not just what they can say yes to, but what they can say no to. Right. And how do you manage your day in a way that you are not being driven by your inbox? Right. And I think so often we all are. Yeah. You know, so really reducing your to-do Saturday pile. That's right. And getting into your, here's what I need to do tomorrow. Yeah. And that's a big part of what we'll be talking about at PCMA. So I could not be more excited to be invited. This will be my first of time going there. Okay. You know, I do a ton of work, of course, in the events industry. Yeah. And I think one year I gave more than 50 keynotes in a year. Yeah. So in six countries. So... You know, I see a lot of events, right. so I'm really excited to see how people are uh, leveraging all of this to create more powerful events. And um, we did work the other day with a, with a major hospital network on their events, and I was the closing keynote, but I went early because I wanted to see right. how all the other work we sure. did on how do you deliver powerful presentations and all of that. And it was their most highly rated events because they gamified it. They were introducing the new CEO, and they said... You know, here's an example of a 
of a um, to of toys both of them had. Here's yeah. a tricycle. Here's a chemistry set. Which of our executives had this toy? Yeah. And just made the whole thing way more fun. People laughed a lot. There was you know there they told great personal stories. Those are the kind of events we have to plan today, right. where they're personal, personalized, personable. Mm -hmm. That's going to make the biggest impact and make me feel like I've had an experience versus just sitting stagnant and being lectured to. So could not be more excited to learn from all the other amazing speakers that are going to be there and great. Um, it's going to be great fun to be a part of it. Yeah, very cool. So that's just after the first of the year. Is that right? Yes. San Francisco PCMA. Yep. And you'll be doing a leadership session and a Masterclass, so yeah. uh, people who are going check their programs, I guess, yes, to get exactly. that information. Yes. That'll be great. Uh, I will say one note when we're talking about making our emails, but all of us here know if we need to get a decision from you. <laughs> And, you know, typically yeah. we know you can check email as you're yeah. moving between On the planes, plane. right? So if yeah. you get an email back from you that just says yes or no, it's like, <laughs> we're all like, yes, right? Because we know we've served it it's out exactly appropriately right. yeah. and that's all you have to it's do. A, well, and, and now, because you guys are so good, I can get through five or six emails in five minutes, you know, while I'm standing in line with uh, on my phone. So it's... It makes my life easier, and you all are relieved because you're not. I'm not leaving we you hanging. We start high fiving. So, so. <laughs> so thanks so much, Pete. Really appreciate it. Super excited, and uh, look forward to meeting everybody at PCMA. Uh, thanks for coming in. And great having you back on the podcast. Thanks. Good times. Bye bye. Once again, my thanks to Dr. Deborah Jasper for taking a few minutes to sit down with us here. There's just a few weeks left in 2019. Hopefully we'll have another episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast out for you before the holidays hit and everybody takes some time off. But if we don't, you can expect one shortly into the new year. So to you and yours, I'm Pete Brown saying happy holidays, everyone. I hope you have a great end of 2019 and an awesome 2020 to come. Bria, take us home. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? Send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. This episode was produced by Pete Brown and featured Matt Weiner and me, Bria Bell Schultz. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Good times. <laughs>